0: Okay, people, another edition of Just for Sport. Jaboke Davis here with Joel Walkowski. We're talking NBA hoops, NBA bubble to be exact. Uh, Another great week of basketball since we last talked, Joel. Um, I tell you what, yesterday I had to put this at the top of the rundown. Uh, seeing LeBron James open up the shirt as we begin the layup. No, I'm not doing that. I can't do it. Come on, you it. can
1: do it. I if can't you do it. You got it, it If you're listening here, Jamoke is giving a little button <laughs> tease right now. And we know, we know he isn't like trying to dress like LeBron. He's got the Russell Westbrook influence. I clearly see the Mike Brown
0: influence. Do those spectacles match uh, shoes? Yes, yes, they just no. might. <laughs> Uh, I tell you what, going shirtless and then seeing Dwayne Wade or not shirtless, excuse me, open shirt and then seeing Dwayne Wade try it. I just love the NBA. There's just so many funny things that, or maybe it's just NBA on TNT. I, I don't know, but it's just, it was hilarious yesterday as they were starting that game.
1: And it was wonderful to see Draymond Green, my personal hero, get the quickest tampering fine of all time. We got Suns fever. All, the entire basketball world is talking about the Phoenix Suns. I'm living in Arizona until Friday. Have not had a single Suns conversation. So they are in the bubble in more ways than one.
0: Yeah, I'm actually sitting outside, as you can tell, uh, for anybody watching this when they see the the different clips here. I just wanted to get out and get some sun myself. The Suns undefeated. The Suns are undefeated. I can't believe it. But last night, the Lakers, they made a statement with Kyle Kuzma hitting the game-winning three and then saying, I think Jesus could be in front of me. And now, probably, he didn't say probably, I probably still shoot. Was it a statement From the Lakers,
1: or were they playing a Nuggets team that sat their top four offensive weapons and they pulled it out by the skin of their teeth? The Lakers should not have won that game. They were down Mm -hmm. five with two minutes to go. And really, if I'm a Lakers fan, I see Jokic sitting. I see Jamal Murray sitting. I see Gary Harris out and Michael Porter Jr. sitting during crunch time. Why is LeBron and Anthony Davis, why aren't they able to control the crunch time of this game through physicality alone? I mean, because
0: they're struggling. That's the biggest issue is this this Lakers team that we both said on this show that they very may well win the NBA championship have more losses than you ever expected, right? And they yeah. outside of the bottom feeders, Memphis Grizzlies, Washington Wizards, they have the second longest streak of losses in a row at three and I'm sure for the king he's like the king doesn't lose so it's just not looking good right now so they wanted to get him out there to get a win because if you have four oh man I tell you what that locker room's not too happy
1: no and even you the nuggets are the one team that haven't trotted out a full roster for any of these games and the blame for this I can't say the Lakers have been a good organization over the past five years but it has to kind of go to LeBron James. Kevin Durant got criticized for going to, o- to Golden State because he wanted to achieve a higher level of basketball. And there's a great book about the 2011 season called The Soul of Basketball. The writer escapes me at the time. But it's all about how LeBron had to really work under Pat Riley to do things the professional way and like just a top-down organizational effort and mm-hmm. that hasn't been the case in Cleveland or, Le- or LA because everything is so dependent on LeBron. Yeah. They're not, not going to be a great basketball
0: team they're LeBron's team. Well here's the thing you really haven't been able to depend on Anthony Davis the last episode we talked about him being the real MVP of the Lakers three straight games three losses He didn't crack that double digit. He didn't have the double-double that we were looking for in Anthony Davis. And you could see it in the Lakers losing, that they go the way of Anthony Davis. Maybe not even so LeBron James this time around. Yeah,
1: and we've seen the LeBron offense. He uses his physicality to create space for shooters. However, in an enclosed environment, is there a better way to run your offense than having Anthony Davis face up to the basket? He's a bigger mismatch than LeBron right now. It should be his team. LeBron's 36. Mm-hmm. What's going
0: on in Los Angeles? This is crazy. Yeah, I, I, there, it's, a, it's a shift, right? LeBron James wanted Anthony Davis on his team because he knew he needed a sidekick. He need And not even so much a sidekick. I'm sure Anthony Davis wouldn't like to hear it that way. But no. he needed a player that he knew he could rely on. You get Anthony Davis. He scores 27 points in that Nuggets game. I know exactly what you're saying. But the big guys for the Nuggets didn't play. But without Anthony Davis, you saw the Lakers a season before last, how bad they were. So realistically, in the end, if Anthony Davis doesn't play well, LeBron James can't carry a team, whether it's because he's too old, whether it's because Kyle Kuzma and Danny Green and Alex Caruso, as much as we love Alex Caruso, zero points plus 21 in the, in the uh, uh, plus minus category. But that's not a team that can win an, win an NBA championship. And you need an Anthony Davis to show up every night when the playoffs start.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think the Lakers, they might be the best bad basketball team of all time. (laughs) They have no guards. They don't run any plays. That Kuzma play last night was the first set play I've seen from them. All bubble. And they've disregarded coaching, player development, just to be this – toast vapid LA destination and they still might win the NBA championship, championship. <laughs> Best bad basketball team of all time these guys belong in 1994 given the level of sophistication that they're playing with
0: well the only thing that is different that I will say that they do actually have two coaches not zero coaches they have Frank three Frank Vogel Jason Kidd, who I consider a de, <laughs> fuck, a de facto <laughs> second guy, coach, and LeBron James. That's three coaches yeah, they have.
1: Yeah, Jason Kidd, the guy who's treated like a, a great coaching prospect, even though uh, he couldn't figure out how to build a team around Giannis.
0: <laughs> well, Giannis, you're right. You're right. No, He's I could
1: his greatest contribution to the NBA coaching profession is spilling ice on the court. Uh,
0: That's the Nets. I knew you were going to bring it up. Yes. You brought it up, Joel.
1: (laughs) There are these cerebral players who get branded as coaches, even though they can't scheme a day in their lives. And like LeBron, the coach fine. We've, we've at least seen that offense win a championship in 2016, but I have a bigger issue with LeBron, the GM. Mm-hmm. Are there five players on the Lakers who wouldn't be employed if it weren't for LeBron? Because by my score, oh. I've got Alex Caruso, I've got Dion Waiters, J.R. Smith, Dwight Howard, and JaVale McGee. If it's not, mm-hmm. if it's not for LeBron, those guys are signing checks in China.
0: Wow, that's a big take, and I do, I can't disagree with you. LeBron, the GM, is completely. Uh, kind of put his hand on this team whether Rob Polinka wants to say well I'm the real GM no we know what's going on here
1: yeah and like the bigs are the closest thing to being viable NBA players just because they're decent lob threats but yeah. J.R. Smith is probably too old to be the kind of player he needs to be an Alex Caruso great Twitter follow great hairline icon but that's not an NBA frame Like. Do you remember that old James Harden defense that Utah played like two postseasons ago where they would literally get behind him?
0: Yeah. That yeah. looked
1: like every possession yesterday. He couldn't guard Monty Morris at all. He was playing Matador.
0: <laughs> okay, let's stay on the court. I'm going to shift the rundown a little bit. How about that Portland Clippers, uh, Dame Lillard versus Paul George and Patrick Beverly beat How much are are you enjoying it? Because to me, it's not over. Because the playoffs are right around the corner. And if I'm looking at the standings, there's a chance. Huh? Maybe wouldn't you love to see a first-round matchup between the Clippers and the Portland Trail Blazers, if there's any way whatsoever that it can happen? And I know it really can, but I want to see them play again. I want this drama to continue. And, you know, I I
1: didn't mention this last week because I didn't think it was significant enough, but the Mavericks, they're going to get the seven seed, and that's thanks in large part to the most improved player in the bubble, Tim Hardaway Jr. He's been incredible throughout, and the way he bailed them out in that Utah game that they were supposed to lose yesterday was sublime. So, back to Clippers Blazers. I've watched a lot of pro wrestling in my day, you know? Yeah. And I know... Hey, we all know going into WrestleMania, the best match isn't the main event. It's not going to be Clippers Lakers. It's the Intercontinental Title fight. You get mm-hmm. Shawn Michaels, Razor Ramon, and I see this as just Paul George and Damian Lillard, maybe the eighth or ninth best guys. It's becoming such a fun rivalry. Yeah, I, I you I want to see the next chapter. Dame is the right guy to get in the face of this Clippers team that. Hasn't won anything.
0: Yeah, and, yeah. But the thing that's so bizarre is why does it seem like it's always Dame Lillard?
1: Because Damian Lillard, as we discussed last time, everyone's about the highest Has hype, the best life. It's <laughs> building a brand. He's so he's more secure than everyone. Yeah. Paul George, he's got like a shaky Gatorade endorsement. People wonder why he what he's still doing on the bottle. He's the guy who came back from injury dame he's got moments we're gonna play, play off p yeah playoff p playoff p put it put the wrong hand up on that shot last year i i coached sixth grade basketball and i knew he, my kids would have been able to defend that shot dame put up <laughs> uh
0: yeah okay i can't disagree with you there uh i'm not quite feeling what i'm seeing out of uh this feud because realistically, let's face it, Dame Lillard eliminated Paul George, eliminated Patrick Beverly as he brought up in the post-game press conference. And in the game before that, he was playing against another player he eliminated and Russell Westbrook, who was playing with Paul George, where it's just kind of like he's got all of these guys that he knocked out of playoffs that are happy to see Dame time, Dame time running out.
1: Yeah, and it seems like the Clippers have taken on Kawhi and Doc's personalities a little too much. You don't get the accomplishments when you take on their personas. Give it three months. Maybe you'll get that ring. And, Paul George, we've seen this posturing to elite players your entire career. You're too good to have this Lance Stevenson act. Shape up. It's your summer. You're the best fisherman in the whole dang bubble. I'm betting on you for finals (laughs) MVP. Get your shit together, Paul.
0: I just wish he didn't try to bring up the injuries. Like, after you throw shade, then you want to try to say, hey, you know, because obviously he was getting a lot of ridicule for it and some praise. But, like, then to say, oh, well, y'all don't know what I've been through with the injuries, blah, blah, blah. Then I would rather you just be quiet and just play basketball then. You you can't have it both ways where you want to try to say, oh, but I was injured, you know, have some sympathy for me. I'm playing at a at, at a top level again after the fact but yet you were trying to kill Dane Lillard in his game. Like I just don't like it. Uh speaking yeah, of Yeah,
1: is the ultimate guy he should let his game do the talking. Yes. Just from like a a visual point of view, no one's jumper touches the net less than Paul George. No one can defend more guys than Paul George. So don't play this media game. It's
0: not what you're good at. You're the Swiss army knife. Mm -hmm. Do that, Paul. Do that. Do that, Paul. Okay. One player who's not going to be doing anything the rest of this season is my man, Ben Simmons. Unfortunately, he got hurt. He left the bubble. Joel Embiid hurt his ankle, but he's staying in the bubble. Your Sixers. What are we doing
1: Uh, here, man? Hey, and you know I've been out on the Sixers, and I – hey, we are running behind that train. We are getting on the bandwagon because they've lost Ben Simmons, but what they gained is an identity. The Sixers, they always try and balance touches between Embiid and Simmons, but now they're they're just an old-school Embiid-driven post team. Mm -hmm. Let's see that. They know who they are, and – A lot of these players, specifically Josh Richardson, haven't been able to get the ball in their hands and do what they are able to do with Ben Simmons around. So I'll say it here. I will be betting on them to win their first round series.
0: Oh, okay. Why? Because
1: Embiid just rolled an ankle. And I think we've seen in the end of this year's All-Star Game during last season's playoffs is that Embiid is – one of the seven or eight guys who truly matter in basketball right now, mm-hmm. and I see him carrying the team to a victory over a Celtics. Right now, it's Celtics. Celtics. I'm it's, if it's I'm I'm hoping it's Indiana. If it's Indiana, I'm very confident. But <laughs> even the Celtics don't have a meaningful counter, and you know they've got that Al Horford magic working there.
0: That'll don't be the drama: Celtics versus Sixers, where Horford.
1: Yeah. And like, I like the idea of taking on the Sixers as an underdog because they hit this gear where they're the best team in basketball for three or four minutes. Yeah. Them as an underdog, them establishing a defensive identity with Tybalt, with Horford and Embiid. I think they can grind it out, play like an old school Memphis Zach Randolph team and Mm -hmm. probably push some really good teams in round one.
0: I've been follow, following the rankings, power rankings, and Milwaukee has now won over the Lakers. These power rankings, I, I, I've been following on my NBA.com. And how, can, how can Milwaukee be number one, and they lost to Toronto? Granted, it was out without Giannis, but I feel like Toronto is the best basketball team right now.
1: Yeah, and Toronto also sat Van Vliet and Kyle Lowry. They were putting out this guy, Matt Thompson, I believe. Another hairline hero of mine. And he got 15 points in the first quarter. So you just see Nick Nurse doing a better coaching job than anyone else. Mm-hmm.
0: And now he's got a chip on his shoulder. Should have been coach of the year. What do you think?
1: Yeah, there was almost the three-way tie. One vote short of making history. Yeah. But he, he has something better than a coach of the year award. He's the only coach... With his own merch. I, got, I love that Nick his <laughs> hat. all so the low, low, <laughs> down low, looking like Leonardo DiCaprio in The Departed
0: with the N, <laughs> N up front. <laughs> you mentioned the Suns. They are red hot. Have not lost a game yet in this NBA bubble. But you can only pick one team to get that eighth seed. Who do you want? Grizzlies, Blazers, Suns,
1: Spurs. Well, I'm going to separate this from my gambling because before the postseason, I picked the Pelicans and I picked the Blazers. And, you know, it was nice to go on my camping trip at Zion National Park, which is incidentally the only Zion that Alvin Gentry can't ruin. (laughs) Um, But it's hard not to root for the Suns as a basketball purist, because if I'm building a basketball team, I want to start with these four ingredients. I want someone on the perimeter who can shoot and create their own shot. I want an athletic big man who can switch on pick and rolls and operate as a lob guy. And then I want a 3 and D guy and a veteran point guard to steady the ship. The Suns did all that. I think James Jones is actually a good GM in the dumpster yep. fire of a franchise. The Suns have been so bad for so long that I think you got to give James a lot of credit here.
0: Monty Williams is a great story as a head coach after losing uh, fa- a family, you know, his wife. Um, it's, it's amazing to see him come back. And and if the Suns can come back and win this, I mean, it's just beautiful. It's just beautiful. And um, Devin,
1: Devin Booker kind of didn't get a fair shake the previous seasons. And it's nice to see him string together all these moments in the bubble. The mm-hmm. game-winner he hit over Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, absolutely sublime. Him pulling up from half court with a defender in his face, amazing. Mm-hmm. So you're kind of seeing this guy reach a, reach a different level. I don't think he'll be an injury replacement at any more all-star games.
0: No, he's amazing. And there's no drama. I feel like there's no drama in Phoenix. There, you know, he and Aiton seem to play well together. You got that good inside, outside game they only had Kelly Oubre, I feel like they'd be even more uh, potent. But they don't. Uh, we saw no potency out of, as you mentioned, the Pelicans and Alvin Gentry not being able to get it done. All of these teams that were uh, eliminated, I'm not sad to see them go because, well, the Wizards didn't show up at all. But, you know, the Pelicans, maybe if they didn't do this minute restriction on Zion – they be in the t- in talk for getting this eighth seed.
1: Yeah, it's minutes restriction on Zion. It's not treating Brandon Ingram like the asset he is. And, you know, I've just seen a shaking coachy job across the board with them. And, like, Alvin Gentry was very lucky to get this assembly of young talent. But I think the Pelicans have underachieved for mm-hmm. five straight seasons. And if I'm them – I'm calling up Kenny Atkinson, making him a godfather offer.
0: At least the Kings, Pelicans, and Wizards are staying at the Yacht Club, so it's easier for them to go fishing. You know, they're done, as TNT likes to say.
1: And the Kings, like, they were so snakebit with injury this year. They literally – I think Marvin Bagley is potentially Amari Stoudemire 2.0, and for him to miss an entire season is a pretty tough blow for him.
0: Yeah. Uh, uh, we got to talk all bubble team. By the time we record our next podcast, it'll be playoffs. Who's your all bubble team?
1: Well, I mean, you got to start, um, gosh, how many sons are on this team? Huh? Are we going to start uh, what? two More sons? than one? I think you got to go. Well, TJ Warren, no T.J. Brainer. Warren.
0: Yep. We both he's, got TJ Warren. He's one Warren. of my,
1: my backcourt. I'm going to go <laughs> Damian Lillard and Devin Booker. Whoa. No James
0: Harden? You're taking Devin Booker over James Harden?
1: I mean, James Harden's going to get other awards. I'm going to go with Devin Booker just in this context. Okay. You know, welcome to the club. I recognize you. The biggest two stories have been (laughs) Booker and Damian Lillard in my
0: eyes. Okay. All right. I can give you that. All right. In your backcourt or uh, frontcourt.
1: I have a center, so I'm, I'm probably going to go with DeAndre Ayton there. And then,
0: is there another center I should pick there? I thought maybe you might go Giannis and Anthony Davis.
1: Maybe, but we've talked about Anthony Davis's struggles. I've watched right? Giannis toss the ball away in the last minute of games. They're saying he needed oral surgery, so maybe that's a the the wisdom tooth is touching his um, decision-making synapses. And um, I've got one more forward. Uh, Luca
0: Tatum. There's a a, there's a lot of talent in this league. How about you? Okay, um, so I've got the four, and we're just talking bubble. Just bubble. I like. I got Booker. T.J. Warren, Dame Lillard, Giannis. And I couldn't decide if you go straight center or you go with another power forward and you say, I'm going to do small ball similar to Houston. So with that thinking in mind, I'm going James Harden. James Harden. Forget strict center. I'm going Giannis as my big man, and we're going small ball around the court.
1: I I think your team beats mine, but mine may be a more accurate depiction of history at this time.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I just, I don't, I mean, how can you, two of the biggest games were Dame Lillard and James Harden. 49 points, I mean. How can you not go with James Harden? But I also think that Booker has been the most consistent and the way his team has played. I give you Booker. So that's my team. I'll
1: tell you why Jamoke, because James Harden's games go into double overtime and my DVR cut off. So I didn't see two of his (laughs) comebacks. (laughs) I saw, I watched these games and see James Harden losing with six minutes left in the game against Milwaukee. That wasn't a Rockets victory. That was a Bucks (laughs) loss. That was, is throwing entry passes like with the ferocity of a beach ball at a springsteen concert
0: okay okay um i've never been to a concert where there's a beach ball never I've been to a nope never that's kind of weird huh i don't yeah, go to enough
1: concerts so yep. that may, maybe we need to step
0: our game up together my favorite concert i know it's crazy i know we're pivoting here Britney Spears, her circus tour. I got to see it for free. I was like, what the heck? I'm going to go. She's a a spectacle. I really enjoyed it. I was really surprised. And uh, Foo Fighters.
1: Foo Fighters put on a show. Foo Fighters are such a good live act. I saw them when I was 19 years old. Uh, Favorite concert experience while we're here at the Palace Auburn Hills. It's got to be Prince, man. Dude played for four and a half hours. Oh, I've never
0: seen Prince. Oh, my gosh, I can't believe I didn't say Stevie Wonder. Uh, And as a uh,
1: Detroiter, I've never seen Stevie Wonder. He He played free shows downtown my entire childhood. I never went.
0: The weirdest concert I've ever seen, although I am a fan, Seal on Ice. It was like Disney on Ice, people ice skating to Seal songs.
1: Oh, I thought it, that sounds like it's, it'd be a show with a beach ball at it for sure.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was really bizarre. Okay, we're definitely way off the court, but we're going to get a little closer back to the NBA. There's this big thing about virtual fans. Joel, I'm surprised you haven't done it. I didn't want to do it for a Wizards game, but I have uh, like a fat hat. So I was going to try to sign up and just put my fat head in front of the camera. That's a great
1: uh, Michigan company. Shout out to Fat, fat heads. Heads. Uh, got me through my college apartments.
0: So I got two games left to try to see if I can get that in. But what have you thought about this virtual fan thing that's happening? Rashie Wallace, Bill Walton, Bonzi Wells were on there for Portland. Lil Wayne was on there virtually high-fiving fans for the Lakers. NBA players, kids and wives and significant others are on there. Who would you like to see on there uh, for your, your beloved Celtics? My or beloved Detroit Celtics? Pistons? Come uh, on, Detroit Pistons, we're home but, in the bubble. But, but I had to say Celtics because the Pistons aren't there. So I had yeah. to like go like six degrees of separation, right? Your ladies are Celtics, fan. Right? Absolutely. I, well, I figured I'd, my- I'd go there. I'll see my lady down
1: there. She she had a death in the family, so that's about as close as I'll get to spending some time with her, so I, I do miss her. And I, You want to see the teams with the stupidest uh, superfans. I do know the Jazz's biggest season ticket holder is the guy who played Principal Belding on Saved by the Bell.
0: What? Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. So
1: he's a huge jazz fan. And if TNT gets him up there, I know they've got Mark Paul Gosselaar in their pocket. (laughs) So give us the reunion. Give us the adult annex years.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The thing for me is I want it to be authentic. I don't want it to be something, and I'd like to think that, like, Lil Wayne, Rasheed Wallace were authentic. But all of a sudden, I don't want to see teams starting to, like, trot out former players and, like, you know, superstars from their city or celebrities. Like, it's got to be real fans. And I can't – I'm surprised we haven't seen Jack Nicholas for a Lakers game yet.
1: Yeah, but Jack Nicholson can't pick up, learn the technology because you go on the NBA <laughs> app and you have to, like, choose yourself. They scan your face like it's two can. While we're here, I love the NBA. You guys got to fix your dang website.
0: Yeah. It's
1: so hard to navigate – And I'll tell you what, I've paid for league pass each of the past three seasons, and I still end up using the illegal Reddit streams just because it's easier and better. All
0: right, before we get to NBA futures, and before you bet at your favorite online sportsbook this season, you need to check out propsnetwork.com. Why? Because the Props Network will tell you everything you need to know about sportsbook promos. Where to score free bets? and all the options for legal betting in your state. Plus, the Props Network now has live odds comparison for NBA, NHL, and MLB. So you can make every bet knowing that you got the best value available. That's why thepropsnetwork.com is a must for any U.S. sports betting fan. Remember, it's 21 and over to bet. And if you know someone who's having a gambling problem, please call 1-800-GAMBLER today. Listen, we had a, a very extensive layup line. Let's get to the NBA futures. Future's so so bright that I got to wear shades. I got my shades on. Uh, NBA finalists, anything changed for you? I still got Clippers bucks at plus 350. Yeah,
1: I don't think there's too much that's changed in my book. I think there is good value in the Miami Heat, though. I see it's a roster that's deep 1 to 10, like the great teams, like the Toronto Raptors. And you know this team has taken on Jimmy Butler's character, so they're not going to flinch going toe-to-toe with anyone.
0: And they put a hurting on the Pacers and T.J. Warren. You know, that's another battle we didn't talk. I didn't bring up, but that's another battle, huh? Butler versus Warren, and the Miami Heat took him to task.
1: Yeah, and that's like the quickest I put in an NBA bet. This entire <laughs> bubble, like respect to the Pacers, respect to what they've been doing, but Miami's just the same t- team, but a better version of it.
0: Yeah. And when you're looking at who will be the NBA finalists, you've always said the Clippers, but have the Lakers moved further back for you as the way that they've played in the bubble, or are they still like a 1A that you could see either LA team in it?
1: Yeah, I could see either LA team. I think both conferences are pretty advanced games of rock, paper, scissors. Like the Lakers, I think they're in a lot of trouble if they get a Toronto or a Houston, but they actually match up pretty well with these long rangey teams like, say, my Clippers or the Boston Celtics. Oh,
0: so, yeah, I could so, see that.
1: Yeah cuz it, it's going to be guard play that takes down the Lakers and you know if you have all these like rangy swing guys that plays into the type of basketball the Lakers prefer.
0: Yeah. Uh tonight uh we got some good matchups here. Do you have any uh props for our pick and prop segment? Oh, okay. Celtics at Grizzlies, Blazers, Mavericks.
1: Um I th- I'm I'm supporting the Celtics in this one. 100 percent um they they're gonna love playing the grim reaper this team is showing up for the funeral like your old school wizard squads they're gonna <laughs> bump them out of the postseason and i like the three points and i know um and out but but uh i like the sixers getting nine and a half points against the phoenix suns on the second night of a back-to-back yeah so that's a lot of points
0: that is uh definitely i, I mean What if Joel doesn't play that does, does that you, I take it you factor that in.
1: Yeah. And I I think 10 points is enough for a set of fresh legs. All these guys are going to be trying to establish themselves as the new cornerstones of the offense. So you're going to see engaged Tobias Harris, Josh Richardson, Al Horford. So that's enough to stay within 10 points of an extremely tired Mm -hmm. team. Do you ever go ahead? In this week, I think we don't know what the matchup will be, but the the way this play-in game is scheduled is a little weird. It's a best of two, yeah. And the nine yeah. seed needs to win
0: both games. Both
1: games. So I think you bet the nine seed in the first game, the eight seed in the second game. Hmm. NBA NBA doesn't have anything scheduled for Sunday on television, so they're going to be getting Tim Donahue quarantined, vaccinated, (laughs) just so he can can ref that first one.
0: Uh, (laughs) (laughs) One of the things I don't ever really want to touch with game props is first to 10, first to 20, first to 50 points. Do you ever do that?
1: I don't do that. I will do the, – the craziest thing I'll do is a player's over block steals. Yeah. And, like, I bet to enjoy a basketball game more than I normally would. Mm-hmm. Generally speaking, betting on Rudy Gobert blocks is a fun way to bet on a basketball game.
0: Yeah. You get, you get I, like those... point, I like points, rebounds, and assists. I got Devin Booker. I'll take the over at 37 and a half. I think he'll, you know, he can easily get to that over the Sixers.
1: Oh, that's him today?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, wow. I'll probably get in on that.
0: Yeah. Uh, Celtics and Grizzlies. I just don't know what to think of the Celtics right now anymore. Like, what yeah, kind of a team I... is that? Um, Are it's they? A...
1: It's a great team. You saw them beat Toronto handily on Friday night, so I don't know where this apprehension's coming from. I told you that was going to happen. It happened. And, They're on um,
0: a roll. They've won three in a row. I feel like it's been quiet, though. Yeah. And Is I that's think a good that's, thing?
1: That's a good thing. It's like, oh, I don't really know. What's Jason Tatum been doing? He had that bad start, but Jason Tatum's been really good. He has it, since Brown. he got his
0: hair cut, yeah.
1: Jalen Brown's been very good. Gordon Hayward's looked the best he's looked in about three years. And I know there's a lot of rumors with Kemba Walker's knee, but you, you get all these interchangeable six-nine guys. That's a nice way to run an offense. And I think they're going to show up and kind of run
0: Memphis out of the gym. They're just too hurt. So you take the over, under, on points, rebounds, and assists for Jason Tatum at 31.5 or a better challenge. Gordon Hayward, you take the over under at 25 and a half.
1: On this one, see, I don't, I don't, I like those bets, but I don't necessarily like them for the Celtics because you never know who's going to kill you on that team. They're all interchangeable. So on that, I like them getting three points against the against the Grizzlies tonight. Thank you, Memphis. It's been a fun season. <laughs> the Jaron Jackson injury is huge yes, for them. Yeah. In, He's – we talk – like, all big guys are underappreciated, and he's the boaster child for it.
0: Uh, Blazers, Mavericks, Dame Lillard, 42-and-a-half.
1: I'll take that
0: over points, rebounds, and assists. Against Luka Doncic, that's going to be a great matchup.
1: That's going to be a really great matchup, and I think you kind of saw the Mavericks – looking forward to this because they rested all their boys yesterday
0: yeah so you think they're gonna rest them tonight no Luca
1: no I think you will see Luca I think they rested him yesterday so they could have this Blazers game and I think they can lock down the seventh seed and
0: maybe give
1: Portland uh, a little bit of a boot huh Hmm.
0: oh man that would be tough I mean it's, it's probably the scariest team for as you mentioned earlier anybody having to face Portland is, you know, you got a tall order. So I'm sure even for the Lakers, they would love it if Portland's not playing. They, maybe they would rather have the Suns because you may be able to lock, lock down Booker a little bit more than you can Dame Lillard. Maybe
1: a little bit, but I think the Lakers are pretty vulnerable. They need to establish their rotation. Like, that's the problem there. There's so many moving pieces with it. And mm-hmm. you have these teams like the Blazers or even the Suns. Their identities are so firmly entrenched in th- what their roster is, how they play. And so it's going to be interesting. If they lose that first game of a playoff series,
0: Yeah,
1: it'll be really fun to watch. Uh,
0: let's Let's stay with the West, right? We got two and three Clippers and Nuggets jostling for position. Only the game and a half separate the two of them. Uh, do you see anything happening there that would allow Clippers have two games left and maybe, maybe the Nuggets with two games left, they can jump over the Clippers or maybe the Nuggets don't want to do that because they'd rather play the Jazz and the Mavericks.
1: Yeah, I think you're going to see the Clippers really try and lock down that two seed. They own the Mavericks. I would advise our listeners to bet on the series under for that. It'll probably be five and a half. So I'll go under, and I might sprinkle a little bit on a Clippers sweep. Whoa! So, I think it's just a terror. I talk about these rock paper scissors exchanges. Clippers mm-hmm. Mavericks is the most one dimensional one-sided matchup in all of the Western Conference. You don't wow. need to tune in. Like, you, you're, you're trotting out Kawhi and Paul George for Luka and Porzingis. Like, the level of – the Mavericks ex- live – they thrive on the perimeter, and the Clippers mm-hmm. can take that away. I don't see them winning this series based on uh, Maxi Kleber and Boba and playing with their back to the basket.
0: <laughs> and, and staying with the uh, Nuggets here – we didn't even think about him for all NBA bubble. Michael Porter Jr. has played exceptional for Denver. Can we yeah, give I, him maybe an honorable mention?
1: I can't. His, I don't agree with his politics. He's been a little bit irresponsible in spreading vaccine news. So okay, yeah. we, as members of the press, we are going to take that into consideration. <laughs>
0: consideration.
1: But, man, Michael Porter Jr., we've seen the scoring. And yesterday we saw a level of passing like – he could be the next great uh, offensive force. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if he's the player that Jason Tatum was advertised as being in three, four years.
0: And all of the teams that passed over him because they weren't sure about his back. Like, it's got to be tough for them to watch him flourish. Uh, four, five, six, yep. we got Rockets, Thunder, Jazz. Two games separate those two teams. The Rockets have three games left. Thunder have two. And the Jazz only have one game left. So I feel like unless the Rockets fail, it's highly unlikely that the Jazz will take over that position. But if you're the Rockets, uh, I – well, me personally, I would like to see them play the Thunder because it's got that Russell Westbrook versus his old team matchup. But do you see the Rockets – uh i guess it would just there really isn't a home at home so i i don't see a shift there outside of them looking beyond playing each other and thinking about who they would match up with next which could potentially be clippers or lakers
1: yeah and you're absolutely right we have to see rockets thunder there's so much about how those rosters have been intertwined for nearly a decade Mm -hmm. and it'll be fun. Those, that Rockets team, if they're going to go on a run, they need to exercise those OKC demons in round one. And on the other side of the coin, every time Denver and Utah plays, it's a, it's fantastic basketball.
0: And I, I think it'll definitely be fantastic basketball. The only thing for me that I think, takes away from the bubble in general but I love the bubble not saying we shouldn't have done it but the home court advantage is gone like it's not helping the Lakers right they're not no one's intimidated about playing the Lakers it's not like you're walking to the Staples Center and you see all the banners same thing for Boston nobody's intimidated you're almost just playing on a neutral court so it won't quite be the same with any of these matchups but the level of play on the court like you mentioned between Nuggets and Jazz will be spectacular.
1: Yeah, but, like, we don't get Jack Nicholson. We don't get the Celtics home court. But we also don't get Utah fans shouting the N-word. So, it kind of evens out, Even, you know? Out. Like, do we can, do we have to leave the bubble? I'm good with this. Like Really?
0: Wait, really? You're good with this overall? If you never could go to an NBA game again, you like the way this is set up.
1: Yeah, if I'm going to get six basketball games to watch on a random Tuesday, I can stay home. It's such an easy-to-consume, fun-to-follow product, and the world sucks right now. This has been nothing but a vehicle of joy. Hats up to the NBA. It's been fantastic.
0: So, I I, I guess, and we'll say at least, next season, if it goes this way, you know, I wonder if they'll play 82. That would be quite interesting to see if they could squeeze in a whole season if let's say they started in December or January
1: yeah and let's see them uh can we abolish the conferences like I don't need to see the magic I don't see the need to see the nets can we give those spots to the Spurs and the Grizzlies as reward for a job well done
0: how about we we keep the conferences but get rid of the divisions
1: fine okay,
0: we'll that's still, a good compromise. We'll
1: We'll still have two bad Eastern playoff teams next year, but fortunately one of them will be my Detroit Pistons.
0: <laughs> Back to the East, four, five, six in the East. We've got uh, the Miami Heat. We've got the Pacers a game behind them, and the Sixers one and a half games behind them. The Sixers have three games left. Heat and Pacers have two, so it's still tight. Tomorrow, Toronto and Philly play. Heat Pacers on Friday. We got some drama coming up. What do you see uh, how this will play out by the time we get to the play-in game or just the weekend in general?
1: Yeah, I think uh, you're going to see a feisty Philadelphia team. I think they're going to rally, and I think they are going to try and avoid Boston. At the same time, I think the Heat don't care who they're playing. Like, every other NBA team (laughs) is like, manipulating the rotations to get a spot. The Heat are just there to play some fucking ball <laughs> and kick your ass.
0: <laughs> like, they, they're deadly. They are.
1: Man, and I, I haven't watched them that much this season, but Bam Adebayo is really doing a pretty good job at the Dwight Howard 2009 impression.
0: We didn't pick him for most improved player, did we, Other year? I don't think we went with Bam.
1: Oh well, I think he was a prohibitive favorite, and like it just wasn't a interesting conversation because it was going that way all the time, all the way. And also, like Bam played at Kentucky and was a one and done. It's not like yeah. anyone is stunned by his success. The only the thing that happened with Bam is the thing that didn't happen with a lot of these other big men. He went to Miami, which kind of utilized all his gifts and allowed him to be a pretty incredible offensive player. Like. He facilitates the offense. I watched him do a spin move and in transition into a two-handed dunk the other day, and it's just like, I don't know. I'll, I'd probably take him over Rudy Gobert. I'll probably take him over Miles Turner. Like, he could be the most relevant big man in the NBA right now just because of how many different ways he can play.
0: Yeah, and I, obviously Pat Riley there is plays a big role in that. Eric Spoelstra – but then he's also got the big man, Jawan Howard. I wonder how much he's played in, in helping the growth of Bam Adebayo there as an assistant coach. Well, sorry, well, just, I knew I said that kind of weird, but Jawan Howard's the assistant coach.
1: Well, Jawan Howard, he's head coach at Michigan, baby. He's on there. Alonzo's there. That's right. Oh, yeah,
0: that's right. He's gone. Oh, my gosh. How did and, I forget and, that?
1: And speaking of Michigan, how- What, where did this Duncan Robinson come from? Like, he's legitimately being used in the offense in ways that only Steph Curry gets used. Dude, shoots 50% from threes. He's taking it to the hoop now. And, like, the player development in Miami is incredible we we need to fire the Miami and Denver front offices and put them to work on the coronavirus because they are our nation's <laughs> finest
0: <laughs> <minds>. <laughs> They do have a quality team, Miami. I can't believe I totally blanked and forgot that Juwan Howard's no longer there anymore.
1: Man. yeah, No, um, I've got an uncle who did well for himself in their their neighbor is John Beeline. So he coached up all my cousins. They're the best players you'll ever see in your life.
0: <laughs> I would love to see a Pacers heat matchup. So I hope that four or five, six days the same and a rematch. I mean, it's all a drama like Sixers versus Celtics is just better than heat versus Celtics or heat versus, uh, um, excuse me, or, uh, heat versus, uh, Pacers versus Celtics. I just think I like where it lines up now.
1: Yeah, and like first round of these playoffs, I'm not watching any of the 1-8 series. I'm not watching any of the 2-7 series. It's that 3-6, 5 mm-hmm. Those matchups in both conferences are going to be amazing. And you know Miami's going to win because it is their destiny – to be one of those teams that steals a, a round one, a game one.
0: All right, before we get to our last second shot, I just want to say, people, it's time to have a serious conversation about your bookies and illegal offshore betting sites. You can get rid of them now. Cut ties. Legal sports books have a better use experience, more promos, bigger signing bonuses, and you know your money is safe. Where do you find a legal sportsbook in your state? At propsnetwork.com. The Props Network only ranks regulated U.S. Sportsbook, and it's also where you'll find the best available bonuses to start using them. Plus, you'll get great content from the real media pros like me on Just for Sport. So when legal betting comes to your state, make sure your first stop is thepropsnetwork.com. Remember, it's 21 and over to bet. And if you know someone or you you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-GAMBLER today. Now, Joel, back to some basketball here on just for sport let's get to the last second shot i asked you this a little bit already but i'm just going to follow up one more time spurs grizzlies blazers Suns. who do you think well let's let's go one step further they're going to be the seed going up against the lakers after the play-in game who's it going to be
1: Um, let's have some fun. We'll stay
0: the Suns. Wow. The Suns stay undefeated and they play the Los Angeles Lakers in the first round.
1: Yeah, I mean, it could well be the Blazers, but the basketball purist in me loves the foundational pieces they've built, you know it's been a fun ride and it's amazing to see basketball relevant in Arizona again, even if wearing a mask, isn't <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> the, I, I, how can you not want Dame Lillard? I just, yeah. Can we get rid
1: of the magic and nets? <laughs> just, just... <laughs> that way we, we, can we have, have to watch teams. Joe Harris while Devin Booker or Damian Lillard is at home.
0: No, just so you can add more teams in no we didn't have the right we amount need of more teams. It's i mean i'm sorry more western conference teams is what you want to see
1: yeah the magic jonathan isaac's down the nets kd's out no one wants to see anyone on those organizations even though the nets are better without any of their guys
0: Ooh, huh mm, Listen, they got... as a nets fan how are you saying this
1: because um, they have more black holes on offense than a science professor's classroom. Oh,
0: my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Dude, you got you to gotta stay with your team, the Nets. Next year, they're going to be amazing. And then what are you going to say?
1: And I'm just going to adjust. I'm going to roll with the punches. I like team basketball, not ISO ball. Kevin Durant, he's the one guy skilled enough to turn ISO ball into a team concept. Kyrie and especially Spencer Dinwiddie are not on his level.
0: Wow. Okay. Uh, I've been following, of course, as you have, uh, social media in the bubble. Chris Haynes had an interesting... Uh, tweet Chris B. Haynes, Uh, his Yahoo sources said, NBA teams that have been mathematically eliminated on or before August 12th will depart campus immediately after their final game has ended. Following game, teams will shower in designated rooms at the Coronado Springs Resort, receive a meal, and take a team bus to the airport. I don't quite get what's this like tight seal for the teams that are getting out of there. I where else know. do they have to go they gotta go it's, i guess i just feel like it's kind of weird like how they have to be almost quarantined on the exit uh you know it's just where else would you go when you're eliminated i
1: this is a complication of the nba inviting too many teams dame and the blazers made some noise so they had to invite washington they had to invite sacramento And now there's no easy way to get rid of these also Rams.
0: Yeah, that's the problem is, you know, they just aren't really relevant. After like the first two games, the the teams, you know, they kind of stumbled at the beginning. They were done. Sneakers in the bubble. We had such a good conversation. Last pod about sneakers. CP3 is honoring HBCUs with his sneakers. You see the latest uh, from Savannah State. Uh, Nice blue sneakers, Oklahoma City colors. I love what he's doing here uh, with his sneakers.
1: Yeah, Savannah State, Alabama A&M. These are hot shoes and, you know, good for Chris Paul in, like, kind of giving some historic program some love. We're supposed to be talking about gambling, but here we are talking about grambling.
0: <laughs> I almost wish that there was some kind of props bet we could do on shoes. What school is going to be next?
1: Ooh, we got to uh, talk to our gambling people.
0: My that, guess That's is, on
1: us. We can, my, that's on us. We can create it.
0: My guess is Howard's next. That's going to be my guess. Howard's the next shoe, the bison Howard's shoe. Howard's got to be a big game,
1: though. That's like the maybe the biggest one he can do. Save it maybe for the playoffs? More, maybe, maybe save Howard, Morehouse, Grambling for
0: the playoffs. Okay. Then a shout-out to my old school, Coppin State. Maybe you can give them one. Uh, let's hope the bubble's going to be fine. The bubble had a leak from the roof before the bucks toronto game. Let's hope they get that figured out because the last thing we want is for there to be any kind of penetration of the bubble, coronavirus or rain, huh?
1: Yeah, it's getting in there, but, you know, with the singles that came out in the rap world yesterday, the whole world was going to be wet, so <laughs> it's good to see the NBA following too. Yeah, and you know Ben Shapiro was confused by that, too.
0: <laughs> that was classic, Joel. A great way to end the pod. Uh, I had a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to a uh, fury of games as we come down to the end of these, uh, I guess, into the regular season games, playoff yes. seeding games.
1: And be careful out there, guys. There is – and I know a lot of these teams have anything to play for, so these next three, four days – you could really get burned if you don't think before you put down your money
0: there you go all right you heard it there from joel joel have a good one my man i'll see you next week
1: great talking to you sorry for the pee break (laughs) (laughs) ciao for now